Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Wherever you find yourself listening to this, I pray that you have a restful few moments here. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We're continuing to walk through James 3, 1 through 12 right now. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that We who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistake in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with bridle. If we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships, though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them. Yet they are guided by a very small rudder. Whenever the will, the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire. And the tongue is a fire. And the tongue is placed among our members as the world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, reptile and sea creature, can be tamed, but has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless the Lord and Father, and with it, we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth comes blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not be so. The spring pour forth in the same open fresh water and brackish water. Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or a grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. So as we continue to walk through James, this section is pretty straightforward. It's pretty much on the nose. When we speak of taming the tongue or the how and what that comes from our mouth, we should approach it in the light of an examine. 
we practice a daily exam in many of us where we reflect on the day to come or we reflect on the day that was. Being mindful of what happens or what we hope to happen, reflect on what did happen. Like an examination, we allow a search of our health to see if we are well or if there is something we need to address and diet to alter, activity to manage, monitor. First off, James mentions that not everyone should be a teacher, and also meaning not everyone would really want to. It comes with critique. And frankly, I am one of my worst critics. And I believe that many of us would say the same thing. How we teach comes with weight because of the content that we're teaching. The imagery of controlling a horse with a bit in their mouth or a ship by its rudder. These are really helpful imageries because they are small in comparison to what they control and navigate. The type of damage that can be done with such a small thing guiding a blunt force. Violent forest fires can be set aflame by the smallest of sparks. As if to say the most flippant, careless word can harm a large group of people or harm a single person deeply. Every one of us listening to this, wherever we are, knows precisely what this feels like. We probably know what it feels like to be a recipient and a dealer. Verse 6 mentions the tongue staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life. It says its origin is hell, but the Greek for this hell is Gehenna. This has been known as a dimension for the wicked, but And if you do the research to find out what has happened there throughout the history, it's brutal. But more importantly, when Jesus used it, it didn't mean an afterlife punishment. It was a garbage dump located directly outside of Jerusalem. Verse 10, from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. Toxic speech comes from toxic thought. There's fruit here. It could be poisonous. But from toxic speech comes from the toxic thought, which can become violent thought. That leads to violent speech, which can lead to violent action. All 
who are made in the likeness of our Creator have potential to bless and curse with the same instrument. Every single one of us. Might I suggest that the weight of our tongue hinges on the illusion of control by controlling narratives about ourselves and about others. It gives us a false sense of control. I'll repeat James' sentiment. This ought not be so. While for a text written around 45 AD, it is fascinating to how appropriate this can still be for us in 2021. So what about the good that can be done with how we speak? Can we be set apart from harm and hurt that is everywhere else? Well, Galatians 5, and 23, this is the popular fruit of the Spirit passage. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. Ponder that. We could speak to free and to heal. We can slow our reactive words and speak responsively and responsibly. Now, this may be unpopular, but I love the idea of reclaiming silence. And that comes with restraint, space to breathe and reflect, choosing when it is even appropriate to speak. We don't have to express ourselves in every situation. We don't have to have an opinion for everything. The more we open ourselves up to having a responsibility to respond to everything during our days right now, this is beyond our agency. The more we will be tempted to say or do something that we very well may regret. Many of the conversations I have with therapists are acknowledging the same type of patterns that they're seeing in people. We are ill-equipped to deal with everything that is coming at us, with the rate of the information that is coming at us. It is beyond us. It's important for us to just acknowledge that. And in the light of this passage, it has new meaning. There is a time to speak out when we see oppression, when we see the marginalized or injustice. That is not a time to be silent. But within the framework of what we're speaking, restraint and care can truly be the way to reflect light to the darkest parts of our world.
For when we realize we haven't tamed our tongue as we should, we can be thankful for the Eucharistic liturgies that we practice each Sunday in many of our rhythms around Luminous. And in part, these are an examine on their own. Prayers, confessions, rhythms that cultivate peace giving and peace writing moments for us to do something with where we need to. It is available daily and certainly weekly. And here's a side note. For those who are looking for a fight, it doesn't matter how responsible we are in our speech or how much scripture we use or the wisest of quotes that we cite. See, our theology, how we speak about God, our environments form how we speak. What we ingest form our thoughts. And from our thoughts come our speech. Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. What we believe can be represented by what we say and how we say it. Now, in closing, I had a story that I was going to try to get through from reflection just a few months ago. And it's still really tender. So instead of sharing the story at this time, I am going to quote my friend Thomas McKenzie from his book, The Anglican Way. God cannot be separated from love. Love is God's nature. Unless the church is actively living out the reality of love, there is very little reason to debate theology. And unless the church has a healthy theology, we won't recognize true love when we see it. This is an opportunity for us to pause, reflect, examine, potentially reclaim some silence when appropriate. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to LuminousAnglican.com. Peace be with you.